Are you tired of having too much money in your pockets and now your pants are falling down from the weight? Why not make it easier on yourself and donate that extra cash to our Patreon account? Find the link at our website, ptppodcast.com. Hey, you're listening to Pull the Plug. Sometimes we do say some naughty words on air like poo-poo, pee-pee, caca, elbows. While that escalated quickly, listener discretion is advised. Hey, what's going on? You are listening to Pull the Plug Podcast with myself, Shannon Bryan. And me, Justin G. And uh, Justin, guess what? What? It's just us tonight. Yeah, that's why we're naked. Exactly. Right. Yeah, uh, Justin Briner, um, he was at one of those all-male orgies last night, so his throat <laughs> is just raw. Yeah. It's all shit. And I mean, I that, can- and, and we're just talking about his throat, let alone his oh, asshole. I can't even imagine. Like, I, I totally sympathize. I mean, I've been at those orgies that are predominantly males, and it just wrecks your throat. Right, so, yeah. Um, uh, feel better. Um. Drink uh, lots of hot teas. Yeah, get a hot toddy in you. Yeah, and uh, just remember, Justin, more lube next time. <laughs> that's a, that's just like a a life lesson we should impart. Yeah, it's a like more just use lube. PTP PSA that uh, <laughs> just extra lube, guys. It's good from here on in. Yeah, remember that. Keep that in check. Speaking of lube, yes, I'm glad a, that's a, a segue. A great segue. You, did you see the story? I uh, didn't. Um, uh, where they started in at a at a Target in the state somewhere, they started playing hardcore porn audio over the speakers. Oh my god! And the greatest thing is, is that they actually somebody was like in Target pushing around like their kid in a stroller. And heard it, so they started filming what was going on, and you just see Target employees just freaking out and running around and like figure out what's going on. And she's just in the air, like, "What the hell is going on in Target right now?" And all you hear is, "Ah!" Like, "Oh man!" There's, there's no, there's no mistaking what it is. That's so. You have to appreciate though a, a mother in Target with her child, and her first instinct is not get my child out of Target. So that they're not uh, 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 put in front of what this like porn sounds or yeah. whatever, but is to film it and I think you got to put do it on that the internet because that's a viral video. <laughs> oh, for sure. Like, you know, like in your in in your mind, as soon as that happens, you're like, well, this is getting a bunch of hits. So, that woman is a stand up citizen. Yeah, she knows what she's she's all about. So. Her child may be wrecked for life, but <laughs> so it was like ten thirty in the morning, so it wasn't like. Like, somebody really fucked up. So she was actually shopping with her three-year-old twins, so two of them. And oh, audio from porn started playing through the, the store's intercom. Um, you saw you see employees, like, scampering around the store, trying to, trying to figure it out. And it's also mentioned in the video that it made for an awkward moment when her twins asked, is she hurt? <laughs> <laughs> Likely the answer is yes. <laughs> yeah, in a good way, kids. Yeah. In a good way. So... Um, Target right now, Target spokesperson told the LA Times that the latest in-store incident is being investigated by the company. So I can only imagine that um, some managerial office has a PA system attached to it that they can say specials or page whoever to the office or yeah. whatever. Um, and that person was a little randy at 1030 in the morning. You know, like you do. Yeah. It happens. And uh I, I can only assume that that manager will not be a manager for much longer. I doubt it. Yeah, but so, that's, that's pretty funny. And good on this mother of twins, no less. Yeah. She she know, knows what's up. We applaud her. Yeah. We applaud her. Uh, so uh, that's that's a good way to start the show, right? Yeah. Do you want to talk about the rest of tonight's show, Shannon Bryan? 
I feel like we should. All right. <laughs> well, we've got a BuzzFeed quiz. Ah, uh, yes. As we do. Even without Briner, we can make the we show still, good. We still got to do it. Well, yeah. we try. Um, we're going to have an entertainment update. Yep. Again, because Briner's not here. We try to slim down a little bit. We're going to mash it. Mashing it. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about um, something that got me really excited. It wasn't the porno in Target? It wasn't the porno in Target. Well, that did. But also this... Talk of an alien mega structure in space. There's a lot of this weird stuff going around. Um, it, it's hard to pinpoint exactly. Hmm, how can I put this? <laughs> There's just so much to this story. But basically, they looked at stars in the sky, and a bunch of astronomers think, well, that must be aliens. Did they ever consider it might be Lucy? It. <laughs> I hate you <laughs> so much. You love yourself. I know so much. You. You're just so, so funny. So much. So we're going to talk about that and try to figure out what the hell's going on there. And also El Nino snakes. So, oh, I like that you just sneak that in the, at the end. Also, just El Nino snakes. Look, it, this this is interesting because it's it, it's PSA. We're all about the PTP PSAs, right? And um, <laughs> and it's not going to affect you. You know, okay. the, this is nowhere near where we are. This story, where the what the story is, you know, talking about. Um, so we don't have to be worried. It's more like a, hey, this is happening, crazy. Don't, but don't worry and don't go there. Don't go there. Um, but you're fine, and it's not. And I'm not going to talk about weird things that could ha- like. You're fine. So okay, I'm going to trust you on this one. I can't wait to talk. I can about only it. assume Briner got wind of this story this evening, and that's why he's not here. Well, that's why he went to the orgy. He's like, right. I got to find out. A, I got to give a reason why I'm not showing up. Exactly. Make my throat sore. Well, if we can encourage anyone to go to an orgy, I feel like we've done our job. We've done our part. Yes, yep. absolutely. So we got all that uh, plus uh, some really great music coming up for you tonight here on Pull the Plug. So please stay tuned and don't delete us. <laughs> From your podcast feed quite yet. No, not yet. Not good, yet. Good I mean, stuff coming your way. Yeah, it's good. And we're going to get the ball rolling here with headphones from Carousel Kings. You are listening to Pull the Plug Podcast. Getting up, running out this cards and paces me on overload. I want to be in a place where the windows open and my mic can roam. All
Carousel Kings with headphones. You are listening to PTP and uh, those guys. They uh, they played this year's Quay Music Festival here in Kitchener. Yes, they did. And eventually, we will get all of our photos and uh, breakdown of the festival up on our blog over at ptppodcast.com. We're very busy. We're very busy. It's shitty how busy we are. Yeah, it is. I've been telling you that for a while now. And I, you just don't I let know. up. Like I you know. gotta you gotta simmer down. But like we still need to have a social life, and like when work gets crazy, and I mean this podcast takes priority over certain things. So see, I'm okay with not having social stuff personally. So <laughs> that's just me. If you keep going that high pitch, though, no one's even gonna be able to like hear you. On like a human wavelength. Right. So you won't need friends anyway. Well, that's good. I'll just get to hang out with dogs all the time. Yeah. Fucking fantastic. Exactly. That sounds great. <laughs> all right. Uh, first story of the evening. Um, and this is kind of crazy. And it's going to get a little sciencey. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm going to try to. I'll bear with you here. Yeah, bear with it for a little I'm bit. I'm not a smart science person. So there's an astronomer. <laughs> Clearly. Right. Um, so there's an astronomer named Jason Wright from Penn, uh, Penn State University, um, and he's set to publish a report on this kind of bizarre star system um, where he said a large cluster of objects in space look like something you would expect an alien civilization to build. Hmm. Um, and he's suggesting that this bizarre star system is could be objects that could be a swarm of like mega structures. So he, he told the Independent... I can't figure this thing out, and that's why it's so interesting, so cool. It just doesn't seem to make any sense. And also speaking to The Atlantic, he said, aliens should always be the very last hypothesis you consider. Like, Really? Yeah, there's there's so much weird shit that we don't even un- understand that you can't just go to aliens. Okay, um, I guess that's fair. Like, that would be such a, an easy go-to to write off anything. We don't, we don't get it? Oh, it must be aliens. Yeah. Um, but he, he continues on to say, but this looked like something you would expect an alien civilization to build. I was fascinated by how crazy it looked. So there's this this star that's named Stupid, so we're not even going to say it. And it's, <laughs> I thought you actually said it was named Stupid. I'm like, oh, that's mean. <laughs> it, it first attracted the attention of astronomers, astronomers back in 2009 when the Kepler Space Telescope, which is a super powerful telescope, mm-hmm. identified it as a candidate for having... Um, Earth-like planets orbiting it. Oh, wow. So, you know, we're always looking for planets that look like Earth, are going to have, you know, oxygen and water. And A could similar ecosystem, life. yeah. They could sustain life in the future, potentially. Uh, but this star was emitting kind of a weird light pattern that any of the other stars in this search for habitable planets wasn't emitting. So what they do is... Th- this telescope works by looking at the light from distant places in the universe... And it looks for changes that take place when planets move in front of the stars. So that way you can see, okay, there's this, there's a planet there. And using crazy math that I don't understand, they can figure out the distance that that, is, that that object is from that star. They can determine the size, all that kind of stuff. And that's how they try to find these, these Earth-like planets. So they looked at this one particular star and the way that the light was changing and they said that doesn't seem to be like the normal pattern for how a planet would affect our the light coming to earth through the telescope okay so he said you know we never seen anything like it. it was really weird we thought that it might be you know bad data or movement from spacecrafts or something like that but everything appeared to check out so they kind of kept on studying it back from 2009 and then again in 2011 they continued to see weird 
anomalies like this. So it's not like it's not like one little thing was passing in front of it like a comet. Yeah. So the analysts again tagged the star as interesting and bizarre because it was surrounded by a massive matter in tight formation, which with the tight formation removes again potentially a lot of, you know, asteroids and comets and stuff like Space that. Space garbage. Space garbage. Um so at this point they uh, contacted SETI, which is the Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence. Um, they got involved. So now the possibility that the objects were created or having something to do with intelligent life out there suddenly starts to get a little bit more valid. Interesting. So they're, they take a look and they determine, you know, as soon as every time civilization advances, you find different ways of gathering energy and ways to harness energy. And the best way to do that is with fucking getting it from the sun. Right. So what they're thinking, or what the the theory is, I should say, is that this is a bu- basically a megastructure of like solar panels in our, our broadest sense. Wow. So that that's gathering energy. Now this is it's all completely far fetched and f- totally a theory, and it'll be eons before we can ca- clarify any of that. But, but how fucking cool! How neat is that? Wow. And again, it could not be that at all, and it could be fucking dark matter or something that we've never even discovered yet. Yeah. But but the the, the idea of it is fun. concept is what it, like so neat. It's so fun. Um, how much would you love to work for SETI? Uh, all all the just love. search for aliens all day. Yeah, I mean, uh, from what I've heard, um, and I haven't looked into it much because I'm not smart. Um, <laughs> but it takes a lot of just like data crunching, which it's, I can it's like very like tedious stuff. Yeah. Um, but that'd be so fucking fun, like. I think work. you would probably even enjoy the monotonous like data entry. Type I would. Of. I would. Yeah, even like even if just in the broadest spectrum, it's like, well, I'm doing this because I might one day find alien life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who the fuck wouldn't want to do that? Oh damn you! I know you would. <laughs> I want to find it. I don't want to contact them. That's the problem. Because yeah. if we contact them, we're fucked. Right. Um. So uh, just to kind of end this, the three uh, astronomers, actually, they want to point a radio dish at this star to look for wavelengths that are associated with certain radio signals and stuff like that to see if there's something coming from there. So So um, we'll be posting a link to this story and a bunch of other stuff that's kind of related to it on the show notes. You can find those at ptppodcast.com. I think it's really fucking interesting. I'm kind of nerding out about it a little bit. Hey, that's all right. I Um, think it's it's very, very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So again, check out those show notes at the uh, website ptppodcast.com. Let's get back to the music here. Evelina Vila, Personal Thief on PTP. That I want 
each other's lives. She said, "Honey, I'm you, but I'm not from your future. I'm from your past. I may be you. Would have been happy future. I made things last, and she didn't talk fast, but she." She had my voice. She said this would have been you if you made the right choice. She stole my face. She stole my life. She's me in every way, but she she did things right. She stole from me. Avila, personal thief, and we are back here at Pull the Plug with so, a story I don't really want to talk about. <laughs> I promise. I'm a little terrified. I, it has to do with snakes. Yeah, and for right. <laughs> people new to the show, uh, perhaps may not know that both Shannon Bryan and, and Justin Briner, who Justin Briner is not able to join us this evening, terrified of snakes. Briner bailed for good reason tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had a snake story. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, are we? Do you, you guys know what El? Or you know what El Nino is? Uh yes. It's like a it's like a weather pattern sort of thing. It basically it's like the warming of ocean water. Yeah, and it only happens every few years or something, doesn't it? I believe so. Um and it happens kind of around the equator, like sort of that yeah. kind of area. Very scientific. But it's sort of like a a weather anomaly though that it everything happens sort of opposite the way it usually does, right? Yeah, from my understanding. Um, and it, but it, the big thing that you want to take away from what we're talking about here is that it's making water warmer. Right. So, and a lot of people are really hopeful for El Nino that it's going to bring like a lot of rain to California because they have a fucking drought and it's crazy. And for like a long-standing drought, a too, long-standing they drought. They need it now. Unfortunately, there's no guarantee that it's going to bring rain, but it already has brought something to uh, California, and that is venomous sea, sea snakes. Oh. 
So people in the southern Californian city of Oxnard stumbled across, uh, across a highly venomous yellow-bellied sea snake on the beach last week. Oh. Uh, Bob Fords, um, who found the snake, told ABC News, I didn't want some young kid not knowing what it was, pick it up and possibly get injured. So he put it, uh, the two-foot-long animal in a bucket with water and brought it home to ensure that people were safe from it. He called the authorities, but the snake soon died. And other beachgoers who reported seeing a snake the previous day likely encountered this exact same one. And they do have a photo of the snake. I'm not going to show you, Shannon, because I know you're not going to like it. But you can check out the photo on the show notes. No. It's, it's, it's just a, it's a big black snake with a yellow kind of belly. And it's fucking big. So normally these snakes, they limit themselves to the warmer areas of the Pacific and Indian Oceans. Right. This year, a large El Nino, which disrupts the Pacific's weather system you know, the normal system, it's shifting a lot of that warm water north, bringing tropical snake species, or tropical species in general, but snakes included, with it. <laughs> the look on Janet's face is utter terror I'm right sorry, now. I'm sorry, I'm having a hard time processing this. <laughs> so, a- according to a uh, herpetology expert, the last time a sea snake washed up in California was back in 1972. Whoa. So this is not a very common thing. The snake found last week is the northernmost sea snake ever documented in the Pacific coast of North America. Holy I never would have thought that a sea snake would wash up that far north. Because the water is so warm here now, these snakes can swim, hunt, and reproduce just like they could in the northern part of their like tropical area. They're here because the warmer El Nino conditions have expanded the range of you know, suitable conditions for them to live in more north so now they can live further north with el nino going right now so it's also happened with a lot of marine species like hammerhead sharks so we may notice even like an uptake in like shark attacks potentially oh my god you're not safe is what we're saying (laughs) like stay out of the water like that's not our area we just don't go in the water that's look it's we're meant to be land creatures we have two we have two legs (laughs) fucking stay on land People get pissed off at sharks because we go in the water and then they bite us and we wonder why. Like, that's because <laughs> we're, we're trespassing. That's what we're doing. So stay out of the fucking water. Oh, my God. He expects uh, this. This uh, scientist expects that the snakes will retreat when the water cools down back to its normal temperatures in a few months. So it's not going to be like a persistent a permanent thing. thing. Yeah. But <laughs> with the, the thought, you know, of global warming and warmer water, suddenly you have not only rising water levels but you also have no. the higher chance of all these species that normally are restricted to certain areas of warmer warmer waters now going or having to be a bit availability to go everywhere i need to start planning my move to the arctic yes essentially so he did say that despite having very very potent venom um he said the snakes aren't naturally aggressive animals and they will generally only bite if they're handled or feeling defensive so if you do happen to come across one just call wildlife officials and just observe it from a distance. So kudos to this guy, like this resident that was on the beach then and was like, well, I don't want children. Like he, yeah. he obviously knew what it was, yeah. which is odd considering they're not native to that area. Um, but like kudos to him for like knowing how to properly handle it and getting it away from people who wouldn't otherwise know how to handle it. Yeah, the dude's a rock star. And he killed a snake, so he's fucking well, St. He didn't Patrick. Inten- he didn't intend to kill a snake. I mean, it died on him. That guy needs to lead the troops. Yeah, against the snakes. Yeah. It's like that Simpsons episode, that whack-a-snake 
I don't remember that one. They have an episode in The Simpsons. I probably they, didn't watch it for that. Probably reason. didn't. And they have like a whack a snake thing. Like it's it's a, a a day in Springfield where they like all go out and beat snakes or something like that. It's fucked up. That's messed up. It's a yeah. Little honked up. But so yeah, stay out of the water is what we're saying. Sharks and snakes and jellyfish and there's nothing. There's no no good things in the water. Just no. stay out. Should we get back to good things? Yeah. Here we go with Jojo Worthington, Hearts on Pull the Plug. When the sun is shining up above on me, I'll feel it in my heart. I'll feel it in my heart. When the love is being good or bad to me, I'll thank you from the start, cause I'll feel it. Now it's time for your pull the plug entertainment update. You're just mashing it now. 
Top five of the box office this week. Number five, Hotel Transylvania 2. Number four, Crimson Peak. Three, Bridge of Spies. This is supposed to be really good. Uh, Number two, The Martian. Another one that's just fucking awesome. Check it out if you haven't yet. Um, According to the 143.6 million, most of you have already seen it. Mm -hmm. Um, And number one of the box office this week, leading into Halloween. So this is going to be a goodie. Goosebumps. And I I mean, I love the Goosebumps. I did not have the highest of hopes for this movie, but right. everybody's saying like, yeah, it's kind of goofy and whatever, but it, it does well. So Yeah, it holds up. Yeah. I, guess I know. It's, good. It, it's one of those that it's just it's such a nostalgia factor. And I don't know, this time of year, like even if something's a little bit hokey, um It's kinda it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, that's all right. I don't know, I like it. Uh, opening up in theaters for you this week, uh, we got Paranormal Activity, The Ghost Dimension. Again, ready for Halloween. I watched the trailer for that, and... Um, I don't know, it's got little kids in it, I know that's yeah, not your jam. Yeah. But, it also does have, like, dimension-traveling ghosts, so that could be weird and fun. Cool. We'll yeah, I, I always, again, kind of hokey, but yeah. I kind of like these movies fun. at Halloween. I w- probably would never watch them otherwise, but... Yeah. I wouldn't watch them in the theaters. That's just not my gag, but like I'd like to sit them at, you know, you know, watch them at home with a blankie yeah. and my teddy bear. And it's fun. Like we've done it before with a, like a big group of friends over kind of yeah. thing. And everyone's like, ah. yeah, it's, uh, and that's fun. <laughs> uh, Gem and the holograms, uh, the last witch hunter rock, the Casbah, which is a new movie with Bill Murray. Um, and Zoe Deschanel and a bunch of really good, really good people in that cast. So check awesome. that out. And, uh, the big one opening up this week for you is Steve jobs, which is just getting incredible early reviews. Yeah. And, uh, that gem and the holograms, it actually looks, uh, Quite interesting. It's from the same people uh, that did Pitch Perfect and Pitch Perfect Two. Oh yeah, um, okay. I don't know. It like maybe not your style, but it's like uh, this, I don't know, like a girl group kind of thing that was like made into superstars sort of thing. Like okay, it looks it looks interesting. Like it looks like one of those that I'll sit at home alone one night when you're away and just watch it. It feels like sort of an updated version of like Josie and the Pussycats. Okay, cool. It looks like it could be entertaining. Right um, not necessarily a watch over and over kind of movie, but it looks interesting. Check it out once sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Coming soon to theaters, uh, October 30th, our brand is Crisis. Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse and I, the sorry. Wonders. Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. I watched the trailer for that earlier today, and that looks like it's going to be a really fun time. Yeah. Eh? Like, it's kind of ridiculous and a little, like, high school-y. Cool. But it looks really fun. Again, I don't know. I, I, I think it's just this time of year that I'm, like, totally on board with, ho- like, hokey. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It looks good. I like it. And uh, November 6th, uh, the Peanuts movie, which actually looks pretty awesome, uh, Spotlight, and the big one, Spectre. So excited for Spectre, but I actually just watched the trailer for that Spotlight movie as yeah. well, and it's about um, this this newspaper kind of expose on uh, in Boston um, based on a true story about uh, profiling um, priests that were molesting children. Oh, wow. And it's a fucking fantastic cast. It's it's insane the amount of people that are in this movie, and it looks so good. Really, it looks incredible. Have so to check that one out. You gotta check that out as well. New and DVD for you this week: Paper Towns, uh, Dope, Testament of Youth, and my pick, obviously, Jurassic World. Such a great movie. How many times are you gonna watch it? Um, <laughs> like the, in the first weekend. In the first weekend, well, I'm probably gonna be getting it this week, like before this weekend. Right. Um, three times, four <laughs> times. I like, can see that. Sure, I probably like the first time I'll be watching it intently, and the rest of the time it'll just be on. Right. But 
It's got to be though. there. It has to be. It's got to be there. Have you not seen that the dinosaur battles at the end, Shannon Bryan? Oh, I was there, yeah. It's fucking worth it. Saw it. Watch that shit. I'll watch it Over again. and over again. <laughs> Coming soon to DVD, Southpaw, The Gift, Max, Z for Zachariah, or I guess it's probably Z for Zachariah. Yeah, I don't know. It's not made in Canada. And uh, the new Adam Sandler, Pixels. Celebrity birthdays for October 21st. Celebrity birthdays. <laughs> Actress Amber Rose is 32. Uh, Kim Kardashian West is 35. Actor Andrew Scott is 39. He played a Moriarty in the recent oh. like Sherlock BBC. Nice. Yeah. He's a damn good actor. Yeah, hell yeah he is. Uh, musician Nick Oliveri is 44. Musician John Karen is 51. Actor Ken Watanabe is 56. Hey! <laughs> and uh, actress Carrie Fisher is 59. She it's- is a damn good looking 59. Yeah, good for her. Um, also, speaking of Carrie Fisher, new Star Wars trailer is out. This is not news to anybody because you can't escape it. But if you have not seen this trailer yet, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, what's wrong with you? Get off your ass and watch it. It looks so good. I can't wait. I think it's... It's gonna. It may be the highest grossing movie of all time. Perhaps. I think it might be. So. Could be. Can't wait. Could be. New releases uh, in music for your October twenty third. Uh, Dave Gan. Gahan. Gahan and the Soul Savers, Angels and Ghosts. Joanna Newsom, Divers. Carrie Underwood was Storyteller. Rod Stewart, Another Country. Harry Connick Jr. That would be me and Mogwe with Central Belters. <laughs> I like it. It's like you see words and then it takes you a little bit more to process them. I think it kind of does. It's cute. I don't know. We're just going to go with that. That's cool. Top five albums on Billboard.com for you this week. Uh, what a time to be alive from Drake and Future. Indeed it is. What a time. What a time. Number four, Fetty Wap from Fetty Wap. <laughs> It doesn't make any sense. No, not at all. Number three, Beauty Behind the Madness from The Weeknd. Number two, the documentary two from The Game. And the number one album on Billboard.com right now is Revival from Selena Gomez. Wow. <sighs> yeah? Yeah. Um, right. It's like, you know, like, you read that list and it's like, you feel defeated. Don't you? Like, you feel like, yeah. fuck. I don't know. Fetty Wap still gets. Well, yeah, like that's it. true. Fetty there Wap is Fetty Wap. Fetty Wap. I didn't. I didn't consider Fetty Wap. Fetty Wap with Fetty 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 Wap. Fetty Wap. <laughs> it's fun to say, isn't it? It is. It's really fun. Fetty Wap. Uh, so that's your entertainment update. Um, we got one more story coming up for you tonight here, and it's actually a BuzzFeed quiz. BuzzFeed quiz. BuzzFeed quiz. So we've got your uh, BuzzFeed quiz coming up, uh, coming your way right after Angie Nessie with Change on Pull the Plug.
Nussy there with Change. You are listening to Pull the Plug. And uh, I guess it's no surprise that this week our BuzzFeed quiz <laughs> is for Justin G. Oh, yeah. Well, it could have been for you. Well, I'm the one reading it, though. Well, you, they didn't know that before you just said that. Oh, the secrets of the podcast. Jesus. Uh, so, Justin G, this week we are going to find out, according to BuzzFeed, what kind of introvert are you? <laughs> um, okay, well, yeah. Are you excited? I'm very excited. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, and there's a reason for that, I'm very <laughs> much an introvert. Like, I just, I don't like dealing with people. Like, it's just, eh. Like, small talk, I think, would be, like, way up there on, like, your biggest fears. Oh, hells yeah. Like, for me, it's, like, snakes and heights, and for you, it's, like, making chit-chat. Number one nightmare, before we continue the continue. quiz, yeah. is showing up early to a party. <laughs> one, I gotta go to this party. But the problem the is worst. showing up early to a party. None of my friends that I know well are there. And now I've got to make small talk with pseudo strangers. Are you fucking kidding me? Yep. I'll just dive off the balcony. Like that's <laughs> that's a nightmare. Which to me, sort of the polar opposite of you. To me, that's so exciting. That's goddamn horrible. To, like, go You're out and a monster. Meet people. And like I love showing up to events. Like uh, showing up early to events because of the opportunity to get to like know other people before people I know show up. Because otherwise, then when you show up, you just get consumed with the people that you know who all want to talk to you or whatever. But I love showing up early for shit because that's your opportunity to maybe meet 
the most exciting person you've ever met in your life mm, that you no. wouldn't have the chance to meet otherwise. That's ah, full of shit. And well, I love it. Well, stupid. But knowing that you very much are an introvert, let's find out what type. Are you All ready? Right. Are you ready? I'm, yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Is this um, funny or am I going to feel bad at the end of this? Oh, <laughs> uh, we're about to find out. All right, good. <laughs> Number one here. I like to share special occasions with just one person or a few close friends rather than having big celebrations. Strongly agree? Agree. Neutral. I'm not even going to give the disagree. Or oh, strongly agree. Strongly agree. Okay. Um, uh, I'm not sure if you've looked ahead in this. Are all of them strongly agree, agree, disagree, all that kind of stuff? Yes. Okay, so we don't. you don't have to give those options. You can just let okay, me know. I'll just let you know. Okay. Perfect. Sounds good. Um, I think it would be satisfying if I could have very close relationships with many people. Uh, disagree. Strongly or just disagree? I'll disagree. I'm not like like I understand that people want that. I okay. don't disagree. Like <laughs> I understand that other people. Want yeah, but that. I don't necessarily need that. <laughs> All right. I try to structure my day so that I always have some time to myself. Strongly agree. Because you hate me. <laughs> no, I hate all people, not just you. Don't take it personally. I like to vacation in places where there are a lot of people around and a lot of activities going on. Uh, disagree. Mm, that's a close one though because like the disagree I know oh, we'll go with disagree but really quickly disagree and neutral because neutral like if I'm a vacation I'm not gonna be talking to random people anyway like I like that stuff is still going on and I can watch it or like look at it but I don't want to do you want to go neutral on this I'll one? go neutral yeah fuck it I'll okay. go neutral all right after spending a few hours surrounded by a lot of people I'm usually eager to get away by myself strongly agree <laughs> yep <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I do not have a strong need to be around other people. I do not have, have a, a strong, strong need to be around other people. So I would agree with that. Agree. I don't have, yeah. Strongly agree. Strongly agree? Oh, fuck yeah. Okay. Uh, just being around others and finding out about them is one of the most interesting things I can think of doing. Disagree. I usually prefer to do things alone. Strongly agree. Other, I'm coming across as an asshole. Other people tend to misunderstand me, forming a mistaken impression of what kind of person I am because I don't say much about myself. Yeah, I'd agree. Agree? Yeah. I feel drained after social social situations, even when I've enjoyed myself. Strongly <laughs> agree. I enjoy analyzing my own thoughts and ideas about myself. I enjoy analyzing thoughts about myself. That sounds so pretentious. But I do. I think I think too much. Yeah. I agree? I do agree. I have a rich, complex inner life. I don't know what that means. I feel like that's sort of like you you I don't know, enjoy your own company kind of thing. Like I don't know. Strong oh, what's the question again? Sorry? I have a rich, complex inner life. Let's go with agree. Okay. I frequently think about what kind of person I am. Neutral. Okay. When I'm reading an interesting story or a novel, or when I'm watching a good movie, I imagine how I would feel if the events in the story were happening to me. Agree. I seldom think about myself. Disagree. Sadly. <laughs> I generally pay attention to my inner feelings. Neutral. Okay. I think. I value my profession... Sorry, I value my personal self-evaluation. That is the private opinion I have of myself. Agree. I sometimes step back in my mind in order to examine myself from a distance. Uh, agree. I daydream and fantasize with some regularity about things that might happen to me. Agree. 
I'm inclined to be introspective, that is to analyze myself. Agree. <laughs> We're halfway through. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Okay. When I enter a room, I often become self-conscious and feel that eyes of others are upon me. Strongly agree. You're laughing at me. <laughs> my thoughts are often focused on episodes of my life that I wish I'd stop thinking about. Oh, strongly agree. You ever have those moments where you lie in bed at night and you're oh, just God, like, yeah. oh, let's go to bed. No, remember that shit you did in high school? <laughs> Kill yourself. My nervous system <laughs> sometimes feels so frazzled that I just have to get off by myself. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. That took a turn. Um, I'll strongly agree. <laughs> yeah, you no, will. <laughs> yeah. I'm confident about my social skills. I strongly disagree. <laughs> Defeat, are fucking crazy? defeat or disappointment usually shame or anger me, but I try not to swallow it. Sorry, I try not to show it. Sorry, let's get back at that getting off question. Right, yeah. <laughs> so. Defeat or disappointment usually shame or anger me, but I try not to show it. Agree. It does not take me long to overcome my shyness in new situations. Disagree. Strongly disagree. I feel relaxed even in unfamiliar social situations. Strongly disagree. Even when I'm in a group of friends, I often feel very alone and uneasy. uh, mm, Strongly agree. Not all the time, but there's instances. My secret thoughts, feelings, and actions would horrify some of my friends. (laughs) (laughs) Um, mm, Agree. (laughs) We won't get into them, though. I feel painfully self-conscious when I'm around strangers. Strongly agree. I like to be off and running as soon as I wake up in the morning. I'd agree. I'll try anything once. Anal. (laughs) Yeah. In brackets, anal. I'll try that twice. (laughs) Um, For as as much as I don't like doing things with other people, with certain people, like a lot of people, um, I do like doing new things. Yeah. I'm going to agree with that. Cool. For relaxation, I like to slow down and take take things easy. I strongly agree. I like to wear myself out with ex- with exertion. Is that that getting off thing? Again? I think so. Um, yeah, I agree. I often say the first thing that comes into my head. Uh, neutral. I generally seek new and exciting experience and sensations. I agree. I like to keep busy all the time. Disagree. I often act on spur of the moment. Neutral. I sometimes do crazy things just to be different. (laughs) Uh, Disagree. (laughs) Crazy things. I often feel sluggish. Agree. Okay, Justin. Wow. I'm exhausted. (laughs) All right, so I'm going to read these out. It's slightly long, so bear with me. Okay, no, that's cool. You're mostly a social introvert. As a social introvert, you genuinely prefer to spend time on your own or in smaller groups of close friends. Social introverts don't sit at home wishing they had the confidence to go out. They really would prefer to hang out with their book on a Saturday night than be in a crowded bar. You tend to prefer chilled out holidays where you can live by your own schedule and get in some quality quiet time. If you do go out to a party, you'll need to recharge your energy levels by sending, spending time alone afterwards, even if you enjoyed yourself. But you're also a thinking introvert. As a thinking introvert, you're 
uh, introspective and spend a lot of time in your own head. You have a rich inner life, pay attention to your feelings, and often think about what kind of person you are. Some tests that measure introversion and extroversion might have uh, trouble placing you, or even tell you that you're an extrovert instead of an introvert, but you're a different kind of introvert to the one most people are used to. For one thing, thinking introverts don't necessarily have the same aversion to social events that other kinds of introverts do, though some of them do. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Kind of neat. I think that does very well describe you, though. Yeah? You think so? You don't? No, no, no. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just... Uh, Sounds like you're maybe disagreeing, Justin. I'm not disagreeing, Shane (laughs) Brown. All right. Well, that's interesting. Right? If you have somebody in your life that's kind of introverted, you know... I do, for sure. You really do. (laughs) Um, uh, You can... Which is kind of odd, because most... Like, I, like I, I do a podcast. Yeah, but... This is your, like, I don't know, I feel like this is your way of talking to people without leaving the comfort of your own home. Oh, yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, so if you have somebody in your life that's a little bit introverted and you want to see, you know, what kind of level they are, yeah. um, see if they'd be interested in taking this quiz. We'll be posting it to the show notes on our website, ptppodcast.com, as well as everything that we've talked about on tonight's show. Yeah. No, I know that was a bit longer, but... Uh, I liked it. I thought, I it, was thought it was interesting. I thought it was kind of cool. So, yeah, definitely, uh, if you have someone in your life, if you have a Justin in your, in your life that's just like this Justin here... One, we're sorry. Yeah. Apologies. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, get them to take this test. I find it kind of interesting. So, yeah. Yeah, me too. We have one more track before closing out the show tonight. Here's Brian Bryn. Bryn? Burn? Burn. Brian Burn. Born to Loose. Pull the plug. <laughs> I never thanked you what you gave me. Though I see you every night I want to tell you that I miss you But we just stand up in a fight I straighten up fly right today If I brought you back to me When you're born to lose You wait for moments like these Baby, when you're born to lose Baby, when you're born to lose Baby, when you're born to lose You wait for moments like these She said to make yourself at home So I burned it to the ground No matter where I roam Black cloud follows me around I'll straighten up fly right today If I brought you back to me When you're born to lose You wait for moments like these Baby, when you're born to lose Baby, when you're born to lose Baby, when you're born to lose You wait for moments like these Yeah, if I could have done it different I would have done it all the same Pull on my boots and no jacket Just some days change my name Yeah, with the years getting on me 
Can't see the forest for the trees And baby, when you're born to lose And baby, when you're born to lose And baby, when you're born to lose You wait for moments like these I got that there. Brian Byrne? Burn? 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 Born to lose. And uh, that's going to wrap us tonight Wait, for Pull burn? the Plug. Brian Byrne? Pull the Plug? Yeah. Right. Pull the Plug. Oh, that's fucking brilliant. <laughs> Sometimes I have moments. Look, I think you need to be uh, inducted into like the Broadcasters Hall of Fame. You're a gem. Could not agree more. And it's remarkable. Thank that you. Your talents have not been appreciated elsewhere. Thank you. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> You're stellar. Some nights. I love it so much. That was fun. We did all right with O'Briner. Hey, who needs that guy? Well, we do most I weeks. Do. Yeah. I really do. No, I agree. Yeah, um, it's hard. Let's uh, let's hope he's back next week. I, you know, like we said, um, if you're gonna go to an all male orgy, one, do some stretching. It's you do that with any orgy. But you do some stretching. Yep. You know, um, bring some lube. Yeah, cough drops. Do not skimp on the lube, guys. If you take anything away from tonight's episode. Do not skimp on the lube. And moist towelettes. Right. Very important. Yeah. <laughs> Hygiene is very important at these types of things. Yes. Yeah. So, life lessons. Yeah, for sure. Um, but save a day with everything pull the plug related. You can go to the website, ptppodcast.com. There's links to our uh, Facebook on there, links to our Twitter. Um, one of my favorite things that we're doing now is our show notes. I love it. Um, which is just on our blog. Um where we have links to everything that we talk about on tonight's show. Everything. So if you're like, I want to know what the what photo they're talking about or what trailer they might be referencing, we got it all on there. Um, and if you're missing something, you want to know, hey, I want to know more about this. <laughs> let us know, because god damn it, I got way too much information. Yeah. Way too much. Agreed. It's enough. There's there's a lot of info. Yeah. And you can get it all at the show notes at ptppodcast.com. Uh, thanks for showing up tonight, Shannon Brian. Hey, my pleasure. Would have been super awkward with just me here. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that would still be a pretty good show. I'm gonna do the solo show once. Yeah, it's gonna be terrible. Yeah. Once again, <laughs> ptppodcast.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. Oh wait, and keep masturbating. And remember, kids, don't eat the apples with the razor blades. Kiss my curvy butt. Goodbye. And I said, I'm Shannon, Shannon. I said, hey, what's going on?